back on the saddle, ladies and gentlemen. All right, a couple of, uh, a couple of bad nights. All right, not so great nights. Then we come back with a nice little 4-1, and now with the chance to really uh, go into the weekend feeling pretty good. Uh, Mike North, my, it's the Bet Like Mike Show. My name is John Chanson, joined by the star of the show, Mike North, at North North on Twitter. How you doing? Feel, I'm feel doing good. We got out of a, a little rut there. It feels good to do yeah. that. I didn't even bet it. I mean, sometimes you ever get too tired and you said, I'll get to it. And then you take a nap or something. And you, the game went off Pittsburgh. I, I missed the Pittsburgh game. Uh, but I, I'm glad I picked it for the show. I also, uh, yeah, the Clippers uh, had them last night. We'll talk more about them a little bit later on. But I did go 2-0. I had Pittsburgh on the money line, Pittsburgh on the run line. Those are always sweet to win, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, you had a good day. Uh, two and one, so we go four and one all together, baby. Yes, Going we into do. The weekend. Yeah, that's that's got to be a good feeling after uh, not not a so great start to the week. Well, yeah. do you have to keep bringing that up? We're on to the new thing. Quit bringing up yeah, what happened two days ago. <laughs> two days ago, I went to the bathroom. I stunk up the bathroom today. It was sweaty. It smelled like roses. I, 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 do, that. I do that every day. I oh, know. No, you, it never you know like that's roses. why you need you need the battle-tested general, the scarred <laughs> general, the man that's been through all the wars. But we got some good stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm going to bet. start off with betting of golf. It's, uh, the Travelers, to me, is like uh, the Masters. I can't rem- imagine, like, three years ago, I never gave a damn about tournaments like this. But you've got some big names in this thing. you got Dustin yep. Johnson. you got Bubba Watson. you got a lot of other big players in this thing. Hitting birdies. Yeah. Uh, or Eagles, I, excuse me. Well, guys are guys are angry. Guys are angry because you know they they had, they had the U.S. Open. I mean, I like the way that they follow up with. A lot of times, you'll see a big tournament, and then you'll see the big stars in the next tournament. But then, uh, which is you know happens a lot in the PGA. Now you got the big stars. I I saw Taylor Gooch today, or whatever his name is, a G O O C H at plus fourteen hundred, just like she DeChambeau. I took a plus seventeen hundred last Friday. I'm going to take this guy. I took him at plus 1,400, so we'll see what happens. I got some matchup golf. I got a real good winner for everybody at the end of the show uh, that I think is a good one. But you know what? That's what's happened. I mean, I look at the golf before I look at the MLB odds now because most of those games are at night. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is nice to get your bets in or at least to see it during the day and not late at night. Like having a Dodgers run line when it ends at like, what, midnight or something on the East Coast and they end up getting no well, hit. So, yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's well, like I said, you take if you, if you bet a West Coast game and you're from the East Coast or even from the Midwest, it, oh, it's absolutely thanks. brutal. Yeah. Oh. The thing I like about golf is, like, right after the show, I might put another matchup down. I don't have anything special. Well, I know the one matchup I'm going to give out, I'm going to put down. So, Which is fun, because that's what I do usually, folks. Now, I couldn't I couldn't fall asleep and, and miss a bet that I would lose. Okay? Right. No, I, yeah, I, I right. go to sleep, and, I, and I, that's how it always – but at least you know. Because, like John said, I was cold before yesterday so now you got yourself on a little bit of a heater are you do you do anything on golf because i don't think you do that much right no i i try not to do too much i dip my dip my kind of betting hands in in a few other uh sports so golf is the one i unfortunately just want to leave out so i don't end up spreading too much uh of, of the wealth around everywhere 
Go to WindailySports.com, sign up. Seeing as Yad does it really well. Joel Shrek, six picks. All those guys are incredible. Yeah. See as my guy. He is. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that does golf better than than Windaley. Truly. Great, great team. I agree. I agree. And by the way, I want to thank everybody on behalf of John, myself, and uh, everybody. I want to thank and Jason and all the folks that win daily. We appreciate it. We're averaging like uh, uh, 43,000 views a week right now, folks. So, uh, and what's great about this show is is that it seems like we're getting what I like to track is we're getting uh, uh, the second day. We're getting listens from the day before. So uh, we appreciate that very much. We appreciate the support. Don't make us a secret. It's people checking out to see if we did well or not. (laughs) Is that what the second day is? (laughs) Well, that's what the second day is. Plus, listen, you know what? If you only have to listen to 15 minutes of BS compared to an hour of BS, it's a lot better. You know, you could stand us for, and you may see a topic that you like that you missed. The strength, I mean, mean, but we're in the top 5% of podcasts with the number of, of people bring in. There's some big, huge people that bring in thousands and hundreds of thousands. We're not there, but we like where we're at right now. And John and I absolutely greatly uh, appreciate that. Now, absolutely. let's get to Chris Paul. Okay. The Clippers, I mean, all I heard yesterday, John, was Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. And I said on this show, he's not the guy that stirs the drink. It's Devin Booker. Now, he had a bad night. They go 10 for 40. Yeah. Um, but Chris Paul, this this is, I've said this before, he's a regular season hero. Now, i got to be careful about that. And I could change my opinion if you show me something different. But Chris Paul is the second best player on that team. Hence, though, Devin Booker, who they were 2-0 against, he was 2-0 with, without Chris Paul, has the ball out of his hands more, sometimes not dictating the action like he was. It would almost be like putting Chris Paul with Trey Young, without Trey Young handling the ball. You know what I'm saying? I think some of that falls into place. Now, I don't think they're going to go 10 for 40 again. But last night left you to remind you that the Clippers have won game threes every, every round. And yep. yet they look like they could win this series. So I'll um I'm gonna connect the dots here a little bit. So I yesterday, love when you do that. yesterday on Wind Daily Sports, we had David Fisdale on and he said I uh, like him. Yeah, and, and he said, you know, the, the Clippers were able to kind of speed things up a little bit against the Jazz. You know, they were able to win that. So I think we don't take a look at speed enough or as much as we should. Uh when the, the Suns put in Chris Paul again, they slowed down. Oh uh, half court, they, they, half court. yeah. Jeff Van Gundy pointed it out immediately. He's like, well, you know he's what? Little they Carmelo. He's little Carmelo. When Carmelo yeah, gets he, the ball, it slows down. And yes, and we just got to look at Chris Paul. As, yeah, it's a guy in, in his mid to mid thirties, you know, and he was off a week. You know, it was slow. The offense did look a lot slower than it usually did, and so maybe that slowed down the pace enough for the Clippers to push the pace, and they look great. Uh, so yeah, I. I I think that might have had something to do with it. They really had to, to kind of figure out again how to how to make it work with Chris Paul after the first two games were going really well. It does change things a little bit. Now, yeah, do I think the Suns will be fine? Yeah, I think they will. But it certainly wasn't changed that they didn't adjust well to. Okay, now let's go to another guy who I've barbecued over the years. Okay, he's not one of many, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, Paul George, 
I have to give credit. I know he missed the free throws. Believe me, that harkens you back to why he gets barbecued every single year. He's another <laughs> regular season hero. Yeah. But he came through. He's been coming through for the most part without Kawhi Leonard. I give him all the credit in the world. I think that the Clippers, I think they got something here. I don't know. What do you think? No, I, I don't I don't want to go too far with that yet because uh, they have won these game threes, and I know they've been out to, oh, too. So it is, it is fair to go and look at it and say, okay, they could probably win this series. I do think the Suns are a more complete team. And the Clippers, the longer they go without Kawhi, I think it's going to hurt them. Look, they, they look great at home. But, yes, it, it took a, a really bad game from Devin Booker. Chris Paul, it, it could be the, the regular season thing and postseason doesn't do well. You know, I, I think he's been doing okay in the postseason. Just had a long layoff because they finished the series early against Denver. Then he missed the first two games because health and safety. He was out for a while. So I, I imagine there was a little bit of rust there. Uh, but I expect Phoenix to be okay in the long All right. run. I really now do. we got and, and and yeah you do and now we got the uh, the Bucks in Atlanta, okay. I see the line again seven and a half or eight, and I think people expect them to bounce back. Well, you know I know Trey Young. If they let him, I, I'm sure they'll adjust to his floater. Have yep. people step up. I think you'll see that tonight. But I'm sort of afraid to take Milwaukee. I think I've heard that a lot lately. Uh, we don't see the consistency. Uh, you see the uh, the opportunity where they look. They could win by twenty or lose by three tonight. That's the way I'm looking at this. I, this this to me would be a stay away as far as uh, I'll pick for tonight as far as this game's concerned. Yeah, that's it's it's too much. I would expect to bounce back and look. It, it, if this is going the same way that kind of Hawks Sixers series did, Sixers bounce back in game two. Uh, it was a little bit closer than people thought, but bounce back and won that one. Uh, but the Bucs, I, I imagine this to be another kind of close game, but the Bucs to end up winning it. But eight points is just way too much. It, it is way All too right. much to bet on. All right. There was a uh, no-hitter, okay, yesterday. The seventh one, it, which is an indictment on analytics in this game, an indictment on hitting coaches uh, by not really good pitching uh, or not good pitchers. Zach Davies at plus 225. Uh, going in. Uh, congrats to anybody who took the Cubs. It's the Cubs. Beat him up. Uh, Walker Bueller, his rotation spin, his spin rate down big time yesterday, and the Cubs win this game. But I got to be honest with you. I don't care if there was a no-hitter. That's what it's come to, John. This is what the, what, the seventh or eighth one? The, I, I don't care. I don't know how you felt about it. It was a combination of guys. Was it a big deal to you? I know it's a big deal to me because the Dodgers have like a billion dollar lineup. Yeah. That, right. That's the only mystifying thing to me about this. This is more an indictment on the Dodgers, believe me, than a, than a, a, a pat on the back, even though it's a no hitter to the Cub pitching staff. What's your take? Yeah, it's, it is that I think that the overall point of we are seeing, I think, lesser than pitchers starting to, to do this kind of stuff. It's just that pitchers are, I think, across the board getting getting better. While hitting, though, it's 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 going both ways. I think yes. hitting is it's, it's found a way to get it's better. And they're doing it right? right. And hitters are regressing so much because they're going so far deep in analytics that they're going the opposite direction. So I just think it's it's the gap is going and getting wider because – I think both are going but completely. These are bad pitchers. Zach Davies should oh, not yes, walk does. in. 
Yeah, he's bad. He should Fair. not. I don't care what the spin rate is. He should not. He's a nibbler. He should not walk into that stadium and and throw a no hit or or throw a no hitter for six innings. He shouldn't do it. Not with that lineup. The Dodgers huge disappointment. I mean, uh, over under for total for wins one hundred three. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, no, uh, no. It, it, it's not going to happen. So. I know they won it all with a shortened season. Maybe that's what they need. But this this is more an indictment on hitting than than a pat on the back by pitching. John can say whatever he wants about pitching getting better. I've watched that, Davies. Okay? It's criminal that they that he threw a no-hitter. It is. Yeah. And I've seen Phil Humber throw a perfect game. Uh, and that was criminal. <laughs> These things should not be happening in the major leagues, but they are, John. Yeah, it is, um, and you know they're they're trying changes, but I I don't know I, I I don't know what baseball kind of they've worked so much on not only just the baseball but now trying to get pitchers out like this is it's been changing back and forth for the past three years now from hitting hitting too much home runs to now hitting not hitting anything at all so I I don't know this is this is a lot of baseball's issue that they've created I think more than anything else too. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's amazing. I woke up and went, eh, you know. That is, yeah, it is unfortunate that that is the, the reaction now. Because even, I, that's the, I think that's most. I think you're not the only one. That Everybody looks at, uh, especially combined no-hitters and just go, eh, that's all right. Not a big that, deal. Not impressed at all. I think the changes that you've seen that have happened in sports for whatever reason – uh, the way that the game is viewed, the way that it's been administered over the last 10 years has been brutal to me. Um, but it's still a great game. We're starting to see. I saw a guy, like I said the other day, get a hit to the opposite field with the shift on. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't think there should be a shift in baseball. I hate it. Every hit that used to go up the middle when I was a kid was a base hit. Now there's a guy standing there. I think that hurts the hitting numbers more than anything else. The game was designed third, short, second, first. Wasn't designed for four guys over here, three guys over there with one guy over the bag or one guy in short center. It, it, it would be like letting the defensive line now line up over the line of scrimmage before a snap. If, right. you put, if you take the shift off, John, and put it back third, short, you got that's the way the game was designed. I think everything goes up. What's your take? I'm okay with the shift. I really, I don't, it's like, yeah, maybe there are like some restrictions to it that you should do, but it's like the NFL, like you, you, on defense, you don't line it up over the center, but you do add in a third cornerback whenever they put in a third wide receiver, you know, you go with whatever the offense does and it's up to the offense to beat it. I think, I think hitters just need to get better. I agree with that too. I mean, you know, the hitters have a responsibility. I think that's the simple solution. Hitters get better and then it stops. Right. I punt all the time, man. I'm not kidding you. I mean, that's a dream come true. When we were kids growing up, a shift would be a dream come true because you learned, you had to learn to hit all fields. They don't, they don't hit all fields now. They don't belt with men on first and second in the bottom half of the ninth in a tie game anymore. Yeah. I, I saw it the other night. I was so happy. But you have to execute. I don't think baseball teams work on it enough. I really don't. I think I think some managers are afraid to tell big money hitters to lay down a bunt. 
to sacrifice late in games. Yeah, there's bonuses involved. I mean, seriously, if you got men on second, third, even with Tatis up, okay, even with Tatis up, if I'm a manager, I'm going. If men are on first and second, nobody out, and Tatis is up, I know it's hard to tell them to to not swing away. But if there's nobody out, I I put the bunt down. Then you got one out. But then you got war in the clubhouse. Am I right or wrong? Uh, yes, I would say you're right about that. Like, yes, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper would not lay down a bunt because oh. he's a $300 million player and you don't ask that player to bunt. Yeah. I love it. All right, let's get to our picks. It's great stuff. Let's get to our picks. First of all, uh, I know this was, I don't know how Sia feels about this or any of our golf experts, <laughs> but when I bet golf, like I had John Rahm last week, Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked six guys, hundred a guy. I ended up winning eleven hundred on every hundred. And I had to keep out guys like Kepka, Morikawa, Ustase, and I kept out some guys. So you have to pick the top ten, and then you take six guys, which I'll do. But I laid down an early bet on Bryson DeChambeau and to win it all, and he laid an egg on Sunday. Believe me when I tell you this. All right, I put down uh, plus fourteen hundred Taylor Cooch up today. Okay. But I saw a matchup. Keegan Bradley, it'll be coming up. And this will be one of my picks. Keegan Bradley against Justin Rose. And Keegan Bradley's minus 130. Maybe I'm wrong. That seems weird to me. That's why I'm going to take Keegan Bradley. Nice. A gut feeling to beat Justin Rose. Because when I think of the two guys, I think of Keegan Bradley. They're all millionaires. They finish in the top 20, the top 30. You know, every tournament, I mean, like Matt Kuchar. I think of the guys that are millionaires that win. I think of Justin Rose. I think of guys like Keegan Bradley that are guys that can finish in the top 20. Yet I see their favorite. I'm taking Keegan Bradley. What's yours, man? Uh, I'm going to go first one, and I'm just going to do it so I don't back out of it because of emotion. (laughs) But I'm going to take the Mets over the Phillies in game one today. Only a seven-inning game, uh, doubleheader. But I'm going to take the Phillies in game – or I'm going to take the Mets, excuse me, game one. Taiwan Walker uh, is much better than Aaron Nola at this point. Mets are minus 120. Mets are great at home. Aaron Nola's home road splits are bad. Aaron Nola's been bad in the entire month of June. And he's been bad pretty much for the, the last, like, four or five weeks. It's it's not been a rough go for – for uh, it's been a rough go for Aaron Nola the past few starts. And I don't expect that to change kind of just now out of nowhere. Uh, he got roughed right. up last night. All right, I'm going to go next with uh, a game tonight. Uh, Minnesota needs this game. I know I've been saying that all year, and every time Minnesota needs a game, they get their ass kicked. Okay? <laughs> uh, well, they're playing Cleveland, and the, way, the only way to make up ground, and I know Quantrell's going for Cleveland. He's been good. Uh, but I'm going to take the Minnesota Twins uh, as a favorite in this game, another minus 130. I might be 130 to death by the time this day's over uh, over the <laughs> Cleveland Indians. I like the Minnesota Twins. Next one, Johnny. I like Cleveland. <laughs> that was exactly where I was going. Uh, I like Cleveland plus 110. Give me plus 110 against a bad Minnesota team. Cleveland has, a, again, quintrell has been pretty good so far. Uh, I think Cleveland is a, a good play at plus 110 here. All right. And that will be good. I will. Uh, I, we can't lose that one, folks. So you know we're going to keep our streak right, yeah. <laughs> You know we're going to keep our streak going. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. This is the damn most entertaining 20 minutes in all of radio. <laughs> hey, 
Last but not least, Johnny Lester. I got a soft spot in my heart. I don't know how soft it is. Soft enough to go minus 160 on the run line, plus one and a half. I know Miami's got a good uh, uh, pitcher, Lopez, I believe, going tonight. Not bad. I know Lester's at the end of his career, basically. He's running on fumes. He's Madison Baumgarten, you know, those guys. He could still, but I still think he's one of the most competitive. And after Carlton Fist, the second best free agent ever picked up by any Chicago team in the, in, in baseball, at least. So I'm going to go with John Lester minus the 160. You might get 170. You better jump on it quick before it goes up. I don't think I'm the only one who will take this, but it's still an expensive proposition, which means they're trying to get you not to take it. I'm taking Johnny Lester. Uh, I think I am done for that. I'm trying to look for a prop right. in the uh, NBA game. Just haven't found one necessarily that I've liked. Um, the only one I might, no, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back away from it. So I'm, I'm all good. Nothing I don't even want to know. I don't know why to know what it is. It's a good thing. Sometimes the best bets are the ones you don't make. If, if you want to find out, me. follow me on Twitter at jjansen34 or the line change tonight, 6 to 9. You can check out the show. It's exactly right on the gambling and follow everything around here and make sure you, hey, don't give out. We give out free picks and you win. Follow Win Daily on Twitter. What's the nonsense? We're not going up enough, in my opinion, for the for the amount of service we give you guys. Let's go. Don't be don't be like that. Don't be India. Come on, we give you some good stuff. Make sure you follow. Hey, it's my it's my nice little simple goodbye to everybody tonight. <laughs> so long, everybody.